Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Philippians 2.5 We are called to think like Jesus, to have his mind. It seems like everyone's telling us how to think. We are taught to think that we need to have this in order to be complete. We, we need to buy this deodorant in order to be acceptable. We need to drive this car if we really want to make a statement about who we are. We're, we're taught to think in a certain way, oftentimes in a way that will profit those who have power. And yet Scripture says, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. How do we see into the mind of Christ, especially when the mind of Christ runs so counter to what we hear around us and the messages that we're bombarded with daily? To see into someone's mind, you must look at their actions because what we do is a result of what we think. And this was so very true of Jesus. And this Holy Week is a week when we see into the mind of Christ through what He does and who He is as He enters Jerusalem. How are we called to think like Jesus? Well, what was He thinking about that day as He entered those busy streets to the waving of palm branches? Part of what Jesus was thinking was I have a dream for each of you. As he looked into the eyes of those along the street, he saw people, brothers and sisters, children of God. And he was thinking, do you know who you really are? For so long you've been defined with those who have power over you. Have you forgotten to define yourself by who God's created you to be? He had a mind that had a measure of fear because Jesus knew that by entering Jerusalem during this time of year, he was making a statement that would bring him under attack. So Jesus' mind was a fearless mind that moved despite the potential harm to himself. His mind was a mind that looked beyond the crowds to the individuals. It was an intimate mind, a mind that moved all the way to his heart. Yes, he entered like a king, like royalty, and yet it was a mind and heart that led him to wash the feet of those closest to him, to become a servant, to become a lover, to become one who cared in the deepest way. It was a mind willing to do God's will even at great personal cost. The, the mind of Jesus was a mind that looked out but also looked in. It was a mind that moved from the head to the heart. Maybe Jesus was really dreaming about what the world could be if people imagined in a brand new way. Jesus was a dreamer but also one who was willing to 
put action to those dreams, one willing to do. Maybe as Jesus marched through those streets, he was inviting people to join him in that same procession, to think like he was thinking through their ultimate actions. Perhaps what he was thinking would be very similar to a song called Imagine by the songwriter and singer John Lennon. Perhaps what Jesus was projecting out to that crowd was very similar to what you would hear in these lines. You may say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join me and the world will be as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You may say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join me and the world will live as one. His procession through that city was an invitation. An invitation to a new life, a different way of being, a different way of thinking, a different way of giving and living and dreaming and becoming. As he passed through that crowd and they waved the palm branches, the underlying message from Jesus, from his mind to theirs was, will you join me? I came to join you. Will you join me? I came to share your tears. Will you cry with me? Will you journey with me? Will you go all the way with me to the new world that we imagine together? Oh, I know you all have felt the oppression of Rome. I know that you all have felt exploited. I see the hunger in your eyes and the hunger in your soul and the hunger in your stomach. But will you dream with me and create a new world? Will you think like me? Philippians 2.5 let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Thinking, feeling, acting in a brand new way. Imagine, dream, believe, give, live. Go with Jesus all the way through. Thinking, feeling, acting like the one who calls us. What does it mean? to have the mind of Christ? The mind of Jesus gave him the courage to speak the message of salvation, of healing and wholeness, no matter what it cost. The mind of Jesus opened his eyes so that he could see the people who were being put down or shut out by unjust practices and selfish ambitions on the part of others. The mind of Jesus led him to overturn the tables of the money changers in the temple. The mind of Jesus brought him to his knees before the disciples so that he could wash their feet on the night of his betrayal. The mind of Jesus led him to the cross where he poured out his life. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus 
I, I love where that scripture leads, and if you'll look on page three, you'll see there's a powerful line that follows that. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, and now, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited. This is so important because the people of this time were so used to being exploited. Exploited by the government and exploited by the religious authorities of that time. And when Jesus marched through Jerusalem, rode through Jerusalem in that procession, in that parade, part of what he was saying is, even though I have the power of one called by God, I will not use that power against you. Instead, I will use who God has created me to be to love you, to serve you, to be humble before you. I will empty myself and put myself on the line that you might cross over the line with me to create a new world. Jesus did not try to live his equality with God as an equality and a power over people. Instead, Jesus decided to work for equality for all people. He did not seek equality with God. He sought equality for the world. You could say that Jesus' ride through Jerusalem was not so much a ride for royalty, but a ride for equality. You could call it one of the first equality rides. Like Soul Force that is doing equality rides to campus universities to bear witness that we are all created equal, that we are all worthy of God's love. The ride of Jesus was an equality ride. And it was a risky ride. One thing I learned through my study in preparation for today is that there was actually two parades happening that day. Jesus was coming in on the east side of Jerusalem. At the same time, coming in on the west side of Jerusalem was a Roman procession with their leader Pontius Pilate riding in a place of honor. This was done by intention. The Roman government knew that Passover was a very important time to the Jewish people. They knew it was a very sacred time. And so what they wanted to say was, we have power over you. And in a sense, what they were doing to the Jewish people was slapping them in the face, trying to keep them in line, showing them who had the power, who had the force. They were really making a mockery of the Jewish religion. It was like their version of the 4th of July. The equivalent in our time would be if our nation decided to do some special military kind of holiday on Easter or some day of sacred importance to us. That's what the Roman government was doing, and it was wounding the people. So Jesus was actually very intentional in offering his procession on that same day. As he was processing through the streets of Jerusalem, part of what was going through his mind and part of what he was saying was, you just think you have power over us, but we are a people who know a greater power, and that power is Yahweh, our God, our leader, our creator. You just think you have power. 
I think Jesus knew that word would get back to the Roman government. And I think Jesus knew that his subversive statement would ultimately be part of what would take him to his death. But equality was that important to him that he would put his life on the line. His relationship with the Creator was that important to him that he would not let that relationship be mocked by the Roman government. That's what Jesus was thinking. Jesus was willing to risk. Let the same mind that was in Christ Jesus be in you. Are we as a congregation willing to take our equality rights? Are we willing to stand up for who we believe? Are we willing to take that same risk? That's part of what Jesus was saying. You may call me a dreamer, but I know I'm not the only one. I see you. I see your call. I see your hunger. I see your potential. Imagine with me, Jesus says. Dream with me, believe with me, give with me, live with me. Go with me all the way. Again, the broad call is also a personal call. And it's also true for us as a congregation. Ultimately, yes, we are called to offer a counter voice to the voices of oppression around us. But we are also called to live our call in a very deep and personal way through direct ministry. It's exactly what Jesus did. He was thinking about the crowd and the individuals. And I've been challenged by a congregation with a special ministry to the homeless. And uh, what you're going to hear now is a story of one who became involved in this ministry. And you'll see that this action described here really does reflect the mind of Christ. Robert was his name. Every Tuesday night he volunteered at the foot clinic we hosted for the homeless people in our church gymnasium. He was the best dresser I had ever seen. I can picture him now with my mind's eye wearing that crisp white shirt. I see Robert sitting on a stool before the chair on which one of our homeless guests is sitting. He takes the guest's feet and places them in a basin of warm water. And he takes a towel and dries his feet. He applies ointment to his sores. The ritual ends with the gift of a clean white pair of socks. I see the homeless guest in his chair. As he slips his socks on and he brushes a tear from his cheek, he looks so tough. Probably no one had touched him with such tenderness in a very long time. One night at the foot clinic, I asked Robert, the advertising executive that was on the move, why he came to serve at this clinic every week. He said, I figure I have a better chance of running into Jesus here than most places. That's all. Mm. I watched Robert week after week. And I realized as I watched him that I was developing my own sort of double vision. I was seeing Christ in the stranger that he served. I was also seeing Christ in the one who was finding deep meaning in his life through serving others. Hmm. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. A mind that moves from the head to the heart to the hands ready to serve. Oh, imagine. The celebrations we'll have, the joy we'll share, but also as a community, the tears we will share. All who come to this place really are 
Christ and are to be treated as Christ. And entering into the fullness of community means there will be those times when we will share tears. And I thought about that this weekend as we remember uh, two members, uh, Don Burnett, um, his service is today at three, um, a part of us, will always be a part of us, a part of that great cloud. And then we also remember Cliff Fleck, whose service will be in Abilene tomorrow, one who is a member here and was relocated, but stayed very connected to this congregation. Imagine a place where we can share those tears as well as celebrate fully. Let us continue to pray the prayer of what it means to be a congregation willing to love in powerful and in deep ways, to link ourselves with the mind of Christ, to think like Him. I invite you to pray with me the prayer on page 5, in the bottom left-hand corner of page 5. Dear God, we ask you to help us imagine with you as we work to make our dreams come true, the things we could do with you by our side, and the places we could go with you as our guide. God, show us what can happen when we dream, believe, give, and live. We can't do it by ourselves. We need you. Amen. Jesus says, join me. Imagine with me. You may say, I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join me, and the world will be as one. Let the mind of Christ be in you.